Good morning and welcome to another episode of Five Questions in 10 Minutes. I'm Paul Guttaker, Director of Brazos Fellows, and I'm very happy to have with me this morning Malcolm Foley. Uh, Malcolm's a, a good friend from Baylor. I'll say more about him uh, in a minute and what he's up to there, but uh, Malcolm will be teaching the Brazos Fellows this morning in our unit on Christology. And so, uh, welcome, Malcolm. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you. It's good, to, it's good to be here. It's good to be here with you. Great. Well, Malcolm is a PhD candidate in Baylor's Department of Religion. He studies the history of Christianity. And his dissertation research is um, looking at African-American Christians' response to the era of lynching, late 19th century, early 20th century, and how the black church um, dealt pastorally, theologically, uh, ethically with this with this violence they experienced. Um, Malcolm uh, earned his BA in religious studies uh, as well as finance and classics from Washington University in St. Louis, completed a Master of Divinity at Yale Divinity School, um, and is just broadly interested. I mean, I, I really like Malcolm because like me, he, his interests are sort of inappropriately wide ranging. <laughs> so 17th century Puritans, yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. patristic theology and yeah. Christology, and then, you know, American religion. I think we need more Americanists to do the kind of thing you do. Um, You're not wrong. Yeah. Malcolm's also a student regent on Baylor's Board of Regents, so he, you know, he can open all the doors for you and, and make, make things happen. And uh, he's also director of discipleship at Mosaic Waco, a church plant uh, in our side of town, East Waco, that is gospel-centered, multicultural, and spirit-led. Um, and Malcolm, we're just really glad to have you here this yeah, morning. Thanks, ma'am. Well, I appreciate, appreciate the invitation uh, and the opportunity. Awesome. Well, let's jump in. I've got five questions. We've cool. got 10 minutes. Question one. You yeah. have a chance to sit down, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe at Milo mm. or some, you know, somewhere nice and have a long, slow dinner with somebody mm. who's not alive today. Mm. Who do you invite to dinner? Um, I am, uh, I, I, I would like to sit down with, 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 with my namesake, uh, yeah. Malcolm X. Um, I, the fact that my mom, uh, I mean, my mom not only liked the name, but also uh, uh, admired specifically about him, his, his, his willingness, his willingness to convert in the face of truth. Um, mm -hmm. for him, especially, I mean, I mean, especially the shift from the nation of Islam to, um, the, the essentially more, more orthodox Islam. Um, the, the, the fact that he did that in the face of finding out some, I mean, the moral failings of his mentor, um, mm -hmm. uh, Elijah Muhammad, um, but also kind of that, that, that was, that was something that was admirable about him, but also the, but also the fact that he was in compromising in his affirmation of black dignity, mm. um, which is, which is something that, uh, that actually made him more popular in black communities than even, than even Martin Luther King was. Mm. Um, and, and, and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's constantly bracing to read his, to read his works and to read his speeches and things like that, because what goes through my mind is this seems, this seems so reasonable. It's, it's because mm. my, because, because my life and my thought has been shaped by the gospel. It reminds me that, uh, the, the way, the, the way that Christ tells us to live and the way that Christ tells us to love is so counterintuitive because <laughs> mm. yeah. you're here because you're here. Because you hear Malcolm X and you think 
yeah, like this is the reasonable response to mm. someone being poised for your death. Like you, you respond as he did when he was like, if somebody comes at you, you put him in the ground. Like that's just, yeah. yes, it just makes sense. And that's why everybody cheers after he says it. Um, and yet, um, and yet the, and, and yet it appears to be the case that Christ is, that, 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 that when Christ calls us to, to love, to love our enemies, mm. is he's, 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 he's calling us to engage in a kind of, in a kind of action that is fundamentally counterintuitive yeah. and is counter to, um, in many ways, counter to what we would think is quote reasonable. Unquote. Yeah. Um, but, but it's the, but that's a, but that's a conversation that's a conversation that I would that I would that I would love to have, mm. um, especially as like I under like I deeply, deeply, deeply understand. Um, like I said, wh- why why he why he why he said and advocated for the things that he did. Yeah. So, wow. I yeah, I'm struck all the time in my you know study in early American history just how um, again you know very understandable sort of claims about. Um, our rights and liberties and and the you know the fundamental things that we should defend um and yet um how uncomfortably not that <laughs> so much of the teaching of christ is yeah. um and it's a it's an it's a stark contrast yeah. actually yeah. okay question two yeah Favorite 20th century theologian? This is a funny question because I uh, don't like the 20th century theologically. <laughs> uh, had you asked me this question, so I, like, like throughout my master's program, I, I constantly told myself, hey, if it's past 1700, I don't care about it. And, <laughs> it's will, breaking not, news. and, and will not pay attention to it. And so, so, and I, so, um, but uh, I'll pick, I'll pick two um, if I may. You can. Sure. Herman Bavinck is one, mm. uh, one of my favorite Reformed theologians, just uh-huh. in general. And then uh, Francis Grimke, who's one, who's, uh, one oh, of the yeah. pastors central to my dissertation, black Presbyterian pastor, um, mm-hmm. who uh, graduated from Princeton Theological Seminary, but uh, pastored 15th Street uh, Pres- Presbyterian Church in D.C. for more than 40 years. Wow. Um, but was integral in the, in, the, in the founding of the NAACP, all this kind of stuff, but... Uh, preached extensively during the lynching period and did so um, unapologetically and fearlessly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, consigning lynchers to hell, um, like, like just, just speaking, speaking out against um, speaking, speaking out against the reunification of Presbyterians when that when that reunification meant. A marginalization of Black Presbyterians, yeah. and 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 kind of explicitly saying, "Hey, this reunification would be upon essentially false and unholy grounds." Wow. <laughs> um, and and his, um, so his, and 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 the fact that all of this is that all of this is rooted in um, just script, scriptural affirmations of human. Uh, of human dignity. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that was something that he was entirely uncompromising about. Um, that's, that's, that's the kind of, when I think about the kind of historian and theologian that I, that I, that I want to be, um, Mm -hmm. that's the kind of, that's the kind of work that I want, that I I want to be able to do. I want to be able to do it with the kind of precision, um, with the kind of precision of a, of a, a, of a Herman Bobbing and other, and other folks, specifically those kind of 
influenced by reform scholasticism. I want to have that kind of that kind of precision with the kind of care and love of neighbor that equips me to be able to speak against injustice mm. uh, without with or without compromise um, and mm-hmm. and and just with with an abundance of love. Yeah. Um, if so, so, if if folks other than waiting for your dissertation to come out, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. folks want to read anything by or about Grimke or or yes. Bob Inc. too, where should they start? Well, the advantage. So, I mean, Bob Inc. I mean, he's got his uh, four volume uh, Reform Dogmatics, which is daunting, but a uh, <laughs> it's a good light read. <laughs> it's a worthy. It's a worthy. It's a worthy read. It's a it's a it's a it's a daunting read, but a worthy read. Um, Grimke's Grimke's works are all they're all online. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. They've been they've been digitized, but people haven't done the work of kind of sifting through it and kind of figuring out mm. uh, kind of what to say about these things. Um, and so uh, I have a um, there's an article that I'm writing right now that's going to be a uh, a chapter of an edited volume on on Grimke. And oh, then, great! And then the dissertation yeah. is going is going to have some substan- some some substantive work work on him okay so you're um, just gonna have to wait listeners so, yeah. it's coming so, Don't worry. it's coming it's coming <laughs> it's coming all right so question three is a yeah. it's a sort of rapid fire round i'm gonna give you a couple choices and you can explain your choice or sure. you can just not great either's fine we'll do okay yeah augustine mm-hmm. or the cappadocian fathers oh oh, oh no <laughs> oh all three of them uh, uh, yeah i guess so dang yeah. it um i mean i love gregory and as he has this uh, I mean, this, uh, I, I mean, I mean, the only, okay, well, you just have to choose. Dang it. This oh, is how it works. You have to choose. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, Cappadocians. Okay. Wow. That was painful. Yeah. That, was that, like, that, that hurt. That hurt should, a lot. You can't see the agony that, <laughs> that Malcolm was in. That hurt a lot. <laughs> okay. Aquinas, Bonaventure, or Julian of Norwich. Ooh. Um, uh, Bonaventure. Okay, that's not surprising. I know, <laughs> I know that uh, Junius Johnson and you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That, that, that's that's Junius influence. This one's probably obvious too. Yeah. Calvin Luther or Cranmer? Calvin, no question. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's no question. There's not a, yeah, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. No. Uh, Lewis, Tolkien, or Sayers? Hmm. I say C.S. Lewis. Yeah. I say C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just because we're Anglican. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one may, uh, you know, I didn't know what you are going to say for the first question, so this one may be obvious as well. Martin Luther King Jr. or Malcolm X? Uh, you've, you've, you have me in a particularly Malcolm frame of mind, so, <laughs> so I have to say Malcolm. Great. Um, this is probably the most controversial question. Okay. Barbecue or Tex Mex? Oh, barbecue, no question, no question, man. I, All the way. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even really a big, a big Tex Mex guy. But brisket, you give, give me some good brisket. We're in, okay. we're in good Definitive. shape. It's a lot easier than the first question, I guess. There. <laughs> All right, we got two more, um, and this is this is sort of related to things we've been talking about. But sure. if somebody you know wants to read some about um, the history of the African American Church yeah. of the Black Church. Hasn't really done this before, yeah. uh, but you know, sort of wants to learn. Uh, where should they start? What's the What's the first book you hand hand them? You yeah. think think these sort of 
thoughtful lay Christian who wants to understand this history. Yeah, easy easy read for that uh, is Canaan Land by Albert Rabateau. Uh, Albert mm-hmm. Rabateau is one of the, I mean, he's, he's just one of the best scholars of African-American religious history yeah. out there. Um, his kind of landmark book, Slave Religion, introduces you to that to that topic extremely well but mm-hmm. Canaan Land Canaan Land is a is a great short overview of particularly African American Christianity awesome. um, that sets you up sets you up quite nicely um, and then if you want to even progress past that to have like if you if you want to be able to have a substantive conversation about race in this country yeah what the necessary read is Jamar Tisby's Color of Compromise yes yeah, uh, sets you up with a with a great with a great history. Uh, also, gives some hints toward kind of practical steps forward. But yeah. but the only the only way we the only way we wisely have this conversation is if we begin on the same on the same playing field of understanding, partic- particularly America's history. Yeah. Um. It's it's only it's only at that point that we can that we can have this that we can have this conversation yeah. wisely. Yeah. So. Amen. I mean. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last question. Yeah. What's next on your reading list? What's the book you're excited to get to next? Ooh, I mean, I'm in the middle of like six books at the same time mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right, but but the the main thing uh, that I'm reading right now is uh, David Brian Davis's Inhuman Bondage, mm-hmm. um, which is possibly one of the uh, kind of one of the best books on slavery in general and slavery in America in particular. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, 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 there's a there's a full chapter on the origins of anti-black racism. Um, like, I mean, it's a it's a it's a hefty uh, it's a hefty work, but mm-hmm. one that I'm but one that I'm one that I'm enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you know, enjoying. Quote no, unquote. sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's good. He, I've only read some of his work. He's a you know, prize-winning historian. Just passed away this year, so it's yeah. a good a good year to. Read some some Davis. Yeah. Well, thanks. As usual, we'll link to all these books for the listener, so you can um, you can uh, pick from them and read from them. Mm-hmm. But thanks so much, Malcolm, for this and for being with the fellows this morning. It's great to have you on. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks a lot. And thanks for listening. Um, we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>